Hey guys, welcome back to the Moto Academy podcast. If you want to watch full episodes, you can do so exclusively at club.themotoacademy.com. This is an app that offers the highest level of motocross training. You guys can send in your riding footage to be analyzed. We have hundreds of hours of tutorial videos, full episodes of this podcast available to view, and so much more. You guys can hang out with Jet Lawrence, myself, and cameraman Cam, and the rest of the Emoto Academy team inside of the Moto Academy app. Check that out at club.themotoacademy.com. <clears throat> okay, guys, welcome back. Hello, Albert here. We have another episode of the Moto Academy podcast. Things are just leveling up quicker than I can even handle. We have the whole crew here, minus driver Jamie, unfortunately. All right, Pouring out for driver Jamie. Uh, okay, so we're going to introduce our special guest tonight. We have, uh, let's see, who are we going to introduce first? We're going to go shortest to tallest. We're going to intro, just kidding. Come on, yeah, show us James Manny, Coach James. Then doing? we got Jackson, he's from Canada for some reason. Jackson's coming in hot. We got cameraman Cam. Cameraman Cam, he's got a taller chair than all of us for some reason. And then we got uh, Dr. Irresistible, we got Ryan. Ryan, Dr. Irresistible. And we have a live crowd. Incredible. This is your microphone, yeah, I think. Wow. Could we have timed that any better? Yeah. Holy moly. Wow. That was you, we didn't even rehearse that. That was like unbelievable. Ridiculous. Okay, so guys, we're in my apartment. Kinda. Kinda. An apartment complex. We have a live audience. This is so exciting. I'm also nervous. What are we going to talk about? We haven't planned this out. We have Christmas trees. You're doing this like we have, we're on live TV now. We have like, I don't know where to look. We have, we have decorations. Well, I have my own tight shot. I got to yeah. make sure I remember the look there. That Which camera's definitely going to die during this. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So we've done one guys only podcast. It went well the first time. Mm, great. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Definitely. And we had no game plan for that one. So yes. I assume this one will go equally as well. Yeah. yeah. Zero game plan for this one. Yeah. Uh, Jackson. What are you well, looking at me for? I mean, <laughs> what am I looking at? You're our boss. So, I mean, we're all here. So let's go over that. Cam, okay. you said uh, well, you tried something for the first time today in airport security. You, what was that? You want to back up here? What, what was I talking so about? Cool. Actually, I can't remember. Get your foot in there. I don't, they, they strip searched you because you had all these mics in your bag. Oh, true. Yeah, they did not like the microphones in TSA rubber today. rubber glove. We, we, oh my God. We were, um, <laughs> Jackson and I were having a... Uh, competition on who got up earlier this morning. I got up at four. I got. I left home at four yesterday. <laughs> yeah, so, just That's so I win. <laughs> That's your fault. Hey. Yeah. Jackson, also, also his fault. Jackson connected in Montreal, which is like an hour from my house. Yeah, we so learned that cool. today. So that next sounds... time, Cam's just gonna pick me up. Yeah. No. Like I told him, like in the summer or whatever, if we're gonna do something like this again, he should just fly to Montreal a couple days early, and then hang out in Vermont. And we'll go ride. Jackson, can you speak before. French? No. Not at all? No. Does he strike you as someone who can oui, speak oui. French? Yeah, I think No, I not mean, at all. I see, I think the opposite. Did you take French or Spanish in school? Spanish, two years. What? Uh, Dude, I took Spanish for five years. Bad decision. Are you kidding me? So you, we had an encounter with a cleaning lady yesterday and I, we, we had to get her to scan us up in the elevator. And she said, I looked at her and asked 
we have to go to the 15th floor. And she said, Espanol. And so I went, okay. She, Diaz, she just didn't want to once do it. Doce, trece, catorce, quince, counted it to 15 wow. from 10. Wow. Pretty impressive, right? I wanted to be polite impressive. and formulate so she just impressive. pressed all the buttons. <laughs> as, as you read them off, she's like, boop, 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 boop. And he didn't even know where to begin. <laughs> because I wanted to, like have a nice conversation yeah, with her. Yeah, he was trying to figure you know, out the gender I wanted to be respectful and say, hey, can you please help us get law? to the 15th floor? Is it Not like 15 L? and expect, you, you know? Okay, that's it's fair. It's a polite no, and respectful thing to do. Wait, yeah, no okay. side conversation. I have a really but... important question based sure. on driver Jamie, he didn't die, just in case any of you actually thought he was dead based on no. Still alive, still has my He's still alive also. and kicking. And he just did something very exciting and I was talking about with our audience member over here today about that uh, very purchase that he made. Okay. Um, he purchased a brand new 2023 450 RMZ. RMZ. Banana bike. R banana crew. Checking in. And I think... For how much money? I like, mean, yeah, that was the steal of the century. I think he was like five grand. It was like grand. under five. No, it was 52. 5200 bucks That's incredible. out the yeah, door. Insane. And out I was like, door. for a brand new 450? So, okay, hang on. You've been around the game for a while. Suzuki kind of has a bad rap right now. Is is that a power move? Oh, yeah. Really? That's a good bike for Jamie, feel, too, I feel Do you feel like. like it's kind of like buying a penny stock in case, like, Roxon ends up on that bike? Well, that's what Whoa. I said today. I was like, well, if Roxon ends up on that, but then somebody else said something that made sense to that also. What if they, in 24... Say Roxon does well in the Suzuki, right? And then in 24, they revamp their, their moto program and okay. they come out with a new platform. And then the 23's got the kickstart. So should there be shame in someone getting a banana bike today? Absolutely not. No. 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 Why? Elaborate. Anyth you go. You're because good. It's, it's good. Have you ridden one recently? No? Yes? Yeah. At, uh, in Vermont. That was a 21 probably. Oh yeah, yeah. I it's really a, forgot about it's that. fine. Suzuki's are great, to be honest. For a guy like me, I love slow dirt bikes, and it's awesome. I mean, the 450 is still way too fast for me, but the oh, yeah. Suzuki 250 is a blast. They turn like a dream. Yeah, I'll tell you that. I feel like the sure. color. I'm biased Looks to Honda because cool. I have a Honda, but it's like my second favorite colorway. Like an OEM, just like yeah, the yeah. black, yellow, white. With the white, blue, the, with blue the blue looks well, yeah. And it comes with freaking, uh, what do you call it? The What color the, wheels? The upper tubes are coated. Yeah, they're a nice, yeah. It's like gold. pretty factory stuff going yeah. on there. Just kickstart. Is that really the only downside? Are there any downsides so. to it besides kickstart? Uh, they, they say at uh, high speed, the suspension gets a little bit unsettled. The chassis is a little bit unsettled. Mm. You, but is that something you could fix, you think? Yeah, I, think I mean, so. really, with you a, should put suspension a, on anything. Kinda, yeah, right? but you need someone to test with you, I would think. And that for a local guy, maybe that's not possible. But okay. I feel like people, like I've read the forums of people saying like, well, the motor hasn't been updated in forever and it's slow compared to the rest. But like, I, like, I don't know how the rest of like the amateur, we're in the amateur corner over here. But like, mm. like I watch like the 125 Dream Race every year. Okay. And it's like, you could give me the most factory 450. I will never go that fast ever so it's like when people are like the motor on the rm isn't very great it's like what does that matter to 99 percent of the riding population i don't have you you guys you guys are faster and you've done fast guy things to your dirt bikes uh is it expensive if you were to like let's talk if we're going to try and make it competitive to the the blue crew bike or whatever maybe a little port and polish like nothing crazy maybe a sprocket run like what do you think to get it on par for us we did we did head work okay. uh we did pistons did you ride one ecu 
ride one what a, a suzuki no this oh, was oh. on a ktm okay. we spent twenty three thousand dollars on my ktm wow huh Wait, 450 or what? Two? What? 250f what oh i was about <laughs> and, it, and it lasts 15 hours max holy what? moly yeah. what that's so it's what james that's that's listen don't <laughs> first of all don't get upset at me it wasn't your fault I did it. right yeah yeah okay it, for it, that's a bad this idea this is a conversation for another time but okay. no but this is no, a good conversation, conversation but you're a good for, frame of yeah. reference here okay yeah. i like this yeah so it okay. was but at the, least it wasn't a 450 it was the it. fastest 250f i've ever ridden it was oh. on par with my 350 wow wow uh x pro no x pro oh. did the motor um Don't new england company. yeah new england company what's the most you've ever put into a bike zero wow yeah for those if you're following aj's youtube channel right now <laughs> and you're you following be. along with any of his dialogue it's i'm tired and my bike is slow <laughs> which that, that's honestly about. if you found this podcast and you're not paying attention to aj's youtube that would who be are impressive you? and yeah. what are you doing because that's a, like that's <laughs> so weird that'd be an interesting no, story i want to know the demographic if, of like i just like the podcast i've never heard of youtube <laughs> if that person's out there contact us uh send us a letter in the mail or however you get yeah. in touch with people yeah, yeah. get your pigeon <laughs> yeah uh yes yeah. so that's interesting that's really interesting. But yeah. 450 back to the Suzuki thing? Yeah. Okay, so it's good you enough, can speak right? on that then. Worth it. Did it make a difference? Motor-wise, yes. But I'll tell you what, what? my suspension setup was terrible. Mm. Okay. Right? I had but like, no, I factor had, in longevity. Like, would you say worth it? Long, with the motor, the, see the expensive part here was the suspension. Yeah. So okay. that, that price okay. does include like A kit suspension. But real deal. Right. my but, question was a little bit framed because i know that there's tiers yep. to things that you can do with a dirt bike okay and i've yes we all know that there are kids that go out to loretta's and they have like grenade motors where it's like one run and done it's like yeah i'm not talking about that i'm talking about i've heard you could do like a little bit or what were you saying sorry for those of you off camera it was the sr 450 yeah, yeah. it just has like a little bit of head work Yeah. yeah, so, that's, so he that's said what a little did. clean up on the head from the stock bike, and it went from 56 to 60. So, but on a 450, if we're talking 450 specifically, you would never, you don't want that. No. Unless right. Yeah, you I was kind of confused. I was like, wait, why are we I doing this to a 450? One. Unless you can control it. Yeah. So that's where the argument with Suzuki is like, okay, the biggest thing with 450 is handling and mapping. So right. you would want right. to get access to an ECU that you could have professionally tuned and tested. Like if you're gonna spend your money anywhere, uh -huh. if you're riding a 450, first of all, get trained properly so you know what <laughs> you're doing. Second of Where all- Where can people do that, AJ? I don't know, man. Oh, that's a tough I don't one. know. Where, Someone should do something about yeah. it. You should Google it, they'll find it. Uh, no, don't Google it. <laughs> <laughs> Someone else comes up. Yeah, we haven't dialed in our, uh, what is it called? Our SEO. SEO. We're, yeah, we we're, working on it. we're working on that. We're working on it. No. Okay, go ahead. ECU. Biggest we put thing. all our money in a podcast set. <laughs> we got, <laughs> we got these trees. There. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're we leveling up podcast-wise, but my bike's still stock. So this are you is gonna a talk podcast about, set by Jackson and James. If I have a budget of eight grand, whatever most of the 250s cost, you go to the shop and that's what you got. Or is there an option where there's a dealer out there that might be sitting on like an old 2022 that they just can't get rid of? They'll ship it out the door, five grand, and then you have like 
three three grand of money to play with. So it's like my question is, could you get your suspension valved set for you Mm -hmm. and do a little bit of head work and have a bike that's like dialed in for you and it's a little bit faster than most of the other stock options? Yeah, what would you guys say is the priority list? Like if you have that bit of change to to fix it up right, like what would you say is like priority A, B, C? On a 450 or two? If you go- Probably 250. First of all though, back to the year thing. This is where it gets tough because if they go to a new platform the next year, everything that you have will not always fit. So you need to yeah. be strategic I mean, when you go for the leftovers, first of all. that's not up to people when they decide Exactly, but, but usually- But you can kind of guess when, Yeah, but, exactly. So if they just come out with a new layout, that's probably the worst time to do it. You probably want to wait a year to do it. Well, we're talking about the Suzuki here, and it hasn't yeah. been updated in like 27 <laughs> Very years. Very good point, so. <laughs> yeah. Do you so, know how many years has been? Isn't it, hasn't it been like legitimately close to 10? Did you I guys know that I raced 10, Suzuki 250 and 450? Really? No. I didn't. In 2015. Who did? Yeah. Me. How old are you? You did? Yeah. I kind of just <laughs> remember that. I did uh-huh. 250 East Coast and I did 450 West. I made my first ever 450 main event on a Suzuki in my second try. Wow. I won the LCQ against like Brett Metcalf and a bunch of really fast guys. What? Yeah. In my second 450 race ever. I think Jamie's on to something. And that was on a Suzuki. Just remember. So this is the problem. And I beat Josh Hansen in Vegas. I got like ninth in the 250 East-West shootout in Vegas on a Suzuki 250F. This is the problem. He's on the wrong bike. I will say I remember hating both my bikes that whole year. Well, oh, you didn't like them. But I trained. I trained kind of going into that season, so I was just I was a little faster than I normally would be. So would you go buy a banana bike and have fun with it and build it up, or no? For five grand? Yeah. Well, how much are the other 450s? A lot. Ten. They're like 10 out the door. Yeah. Starting. Oh, Starting. My KTM 350, 23, my practice bike, was 11.5. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, That's my. US, yeah. too. You know how much that is in my country? In your fake dollars? <laughs> in my homeland? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, uh, that, I, I, sure. But I wouldn't buy a 450. No, no, no. Me personally, I, no. if you're asking me personally, I know we're talking about 450s. I have no interest in even really riding one, even casually. Mm. Unless I'm, you can find a 23 for half price, then like, why not? <laughs> I can't believe you got That's that for 5200. Okay, Jamie so let's will, put, I wanna put everybody on the spot. Who would go out five grand, a couple grand extra, make a banana bike super fast? So you're telling me I have eight grand in my pocket Yep. and I can do whatever I want with it? Yep. I'd probably buy a two stroke. Oh. Probably wouldn't go Suzuki. Okay. I would probably buy a two stroke. How much are two strokes? My, the 300 was 92. Jeez. So we can't Louis. quite get Wait, that. Wait, just priced him south of his yeah, own budget. This, that's not the no, game. No, no. You failed so your own game. game. Hey, so here's the game. And you're like, but He's, what no. if I change everything? You're not going first. <laughs> what if I had a budget of eight grand and I spent 10,000? No, no, no. That's okay. So what, what bike? This is why you have $8,000. What bike do you buy? I'm buying a Suzuki. Oh, you are? Yep. Now I am because you guys just made fun of me. No! <laughs> you can buy a two-stroke if it's in the 8000 nope. budget. Don't want one Jeez. anymore. Uh, My answer is no, I'm not buying a Suzuki. What are you buying for $8,000? $8,000? My, it, well, anything else I could get for eight grand. Which is? It all depends. Oh, for you really you can't go to, get anything you, for If you find grand. the right dude in New Hampshire, you, you can buy at these games. a brand new bike for less than eight No, grand. you can't. Yeah, sure you can. There's no tax. Maybe a Cowie. Cowie. Cowie 250F? Yeah. For yeah. less than eight grand? Oh, they're yeah. doing the rebate thing but, again. Yeah. So you'd probably be at like 
65 with the after the rebate I'd so buy it'd that. be 75 out the door and then yeah, can you I get a thousand like back? I do like the Suzuki though. Why don't you stop? Ask me the question. Why don't you stop it? Ask me the question. Why don't you stop, Jackson? Ask you have eight grand. Would you buy the banana bike? What is money though? <laughs> if we start, <laughs> I'm just trying to change the topic altogether because that's what you like to do. <laughs> oh, sick, buying, dude. I was, yes, I love this. Okay, this great. so it was a, a really <laughs> you're as good as answering questions as you are as at NHL 22. Um, oh, I did get smoked. Okay, so in we NHL took a roundabout route to no. It sounds like I would. I answer. would buy a Suzuki depending on one thing. You Can I get Ricky Carmichael's Makita Suzuki graphics? On oh, hundred percent. Because then I'm in. Uh, absolutely. Oh, that would be interesting if you. Okay, that's wait. Yes or no on the Suzuki? No, but coolest looking Suzuki okay. in, from past history that you can remember. Was oh, Makita Suzuki Ricky me, Carmichael? I yeah, love the Makita one. I, know, I, I love the completely Suzuki. disagree with that. Okay, well, oh, I have whoa. somebody in mind. Go ahead. James Stewart's Yoshimura Suzuki. Mm, that one's sick. That yeah. pretty nice. Okay. Any, any other comments? Because I think Josh Hansen's Suzuki was sick looking. Oh, uh, which one was that? What did it? The 100? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Cam's here, too. No, I, I, I don't have an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have an opinion. No, he doesn't know any riders, so no, we, we shouldn't I ask him this question. People. Let's oh, yeah, add right. Suzuki right. looks Let's, pretty good. Now uh, we can clip it. That's and get a bunch true. Of I completely forgot about that. The um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'd do a Suzuki. Oh yeah, like Roxon's HRC it, Suzuki. Oh yeah, that one might take the cake actually. What did you say? HRC Suzuki. RCH. RCH. HRC Suzuki. Is that the one with the eagle on it? Yes. Yeah. See, that one was cool. Wasn't that uh, Carrie Hart's team? Yeah, yeah. Say that, yeah. Ricky. that was a good-looking bike. You know, part of me thinks that I would. Yeah, like I like the color. I like the idea of you being that guy. That like, oh dang, I think it's a power. It move. just like yeah, it just does doesn't matter to me like how fast the bike is because like I will never ride it to its potential anyway. So it's just like, <laughs> Buddy Antonis. What? Oh, <laughs> I. I thought he was just going to say Buddy Antonis. And you just tried Suzuki. to one-up him like that when he was going to share his Sorry, opinion for ahead. the first time on the well, podcast? I thought for sure you were coming in with Buddy Antonis. But you have to kick it. Yeah, I have that's a, what I was My say. bike right now is a 2016 YZ250F. I have to kick it. Oh, really? Yeah, that's not, that's not scaring me off right now. That's okay, buddy. <laughs> hey, Brian. Suzuki. That's why when I was swimming and racing him that's today, That's why he's I kept, got nice legs, Cam. I kept veering over into his lane. It's <laughs> because my right leg was going. <laughs> Suzuki. Black wheels... Gold wheels or silver wheels? Oh, Gold. Anything but silver. I don't mind the silver. I like silver wheels. Silver? Yeah. Ugh. Interesting opinion. Okay. Wait, Black or gold? Like a hundred. But wait, 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 wait! Don't they have like a special? Like it's a brighter gold? Yes. Yeah. That hey, you're one. thinking of like Travis not, Pastrana, not gold, like No Fear one. era? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that yeah. one. Oh, Didn't like A Ray and Clayson run those like a year ago? Somebody. Are you like, talking about the Honda team when they did the retro thing and no, they had those no, gold I'm wheels? They ran gold wheels like at a round last year. The Phoenix year. Honda team ran gold wheels. Yeah, I yeah, think that looked bad. Yeah, yeah, those bikes look good. I like those bikes. You did? Yeah. I, I didn't like the gold wheel Hondas wherever no. I saw them. The retro scheme. Can we deal? Don't like that. pivot this conversation because we've talked about like Roxon and Suzuki and this will get clicks because that's what Moto Media is is just like what's Roxon riding this week? Let's talk about that. And I'm a journalist. Triumph. Anyway, so oh, that would be, yeah, you heard it here first. Um, that would be a plot twist. Can you imagine? He's just like, all right, I'm riding for Triumph. I did get word today through the grapevine. 
that Triumph is testing bikes on a Supercross track. Dude, that's so cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I wonder that's what That's about all like. I know. Okay, well, let's pivot to that. What do you guys, first off, color, what color do you think it's going to be? Gray. Ooh, gray. Yeah, I feel like That'd it's just cool. going to be silver or silver gray. That'd be cool. I don't, any, is any of the renderings out there even remotely close to what they actually look like right now? I hope now? not. We don't know. They look, like, they've uh, kept they it look so terrible. under lock. Wait, why, our audience is shaking their head. Why are you shaking your head? Oh, the None of the renderings look good. Oh. Yeah, it has to. Yeah. If it looks like a KTM, I'm going to lose it because it's so yeah, boring. Four we already have five of them. Yeah. yeah. They, they must be making a serious effort because they had two supercross pads built and are testing bikes on two different supercross pads wow. and are leasing a facility in Georgia to do it. Who wow. do you guys, could, do you guys want to just wildly speculate who's going to be on their team first year? Sure. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You just unloaded <laughs> on me, dude. So then, do you think that, <laughs> Did anybody see what yeah. just happened? Yeah, you got spray. We short circuited. the splash zone. I got splashed. By me? Yes, dude. <laughs> we should have brought the oops button. Yeah. Oops. Uh, All right, what do we got? 250 guy. So does Triumph. Oh, 250. 250, who are they hiring? I like how your YouTube is just auto playing yeah. late night show. Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> 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 the last two hours. All right, follow this. Um, 250 So then guy. it has to be a 250 guy. How far in the distance are we thinking this I'm thinking would, Evan Ferry. I'm thinking, because he tested Star and didn't go to Star. He signed with like a one-off Yamaha team. I feel like it's going to be Evan Ferry on a 250. So is Drew Adams in the category or is he too old? He's PC. Right, but I'm saying... Ugh, all these politically correct riders. Can't stand it. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Yes, dude. <laughs> that was sick. Sorry. That was sick. <laughs> uh, he, he's a locked-in PC. He locked-in PC. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Are we showing I don't enough have any leg? S- uh, yeah, I hope so. Can we ask the audience? Is that <laughs> not enough no, leg? Not okay. enough. I need thighs. Tan, dude. I'm looking. Legs are hot dogs. Hot yeah. dogs are legs. What's your shaving routine? Because I don't uh, think it's working. No, it's not. So I was getting waxed. Yeah. Um, Ouch. Whoa. Yeah, man. Don't get more real than that. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's true, though. Is that no, no, a thing? No. Do pro racers wax their legs? Listen, hey, f- Dude, listen wait, for okay. everyone who's going to make fun of me right now, okay. the reason being is because I have really hairy legs. Okay. Right? All right. Yeah, and when I ride, this whole area is hairless. <laughs> so oh, I look like an idiot. Yeah. So I wax them. Okay. okay. Listen. Yeah. So when I first met AJ, I'm like, Dude, are your legs, do you shave your legs? And you looked at me like I was crazy. You were like, yeah. I'm like, what? But I never shaved mine with a razor razor because that was too much work. I would just use an electric razor that yeah. would yeah. basically work well enough to get them I don't care how you shave them. It's about that no, but that's your legs different. are It's buzzing or shaving it. Yeah, so for, to, the, to the people it's listening. Different. It's different. Uh, this is a, if you, okay. So if there's 22 guys on a main event line, one of them doesn't have their legs shaven. And you know which one? Me. Oh, <laughs> what? Well, no. No, I'm just saying. saying I'm it, saying it's like, it is. Opinion. It is. Every person shaves their legs. That is so bizarre. Uh, a couple reasons. So, one, you get. I'm crazy. assuming that main event is a triple crown. Oh <laughs> my god, dude! <laughs> yes, dude. Sorry. Ow. Ow. That was so. Sorry. Bad. So. <laughs> Unless you're a psychopath, when you ride, you have tall socks on, yeah? Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. I just wear... Cam probably wears ankle socks. Yeah. Wear leggings? Yeah. No, Some I people wear, wear leggings. Oh, thank oh, you. My, my boots are too small, so sometimes I don't wear socks. You... Do you no. take out the insole? I need to, Yeah, no. Can you do that? You yeah. you will oh. ride in your dirt bike boots without socks on. That's yeah. psychopath. Can I ask you a question? Well, I do that with hockey, too. I was just going to say that. Is that what yeah, you do no, in hockey? Because I've done that before, and it's not Yeah. Well, hockey like, seems more appropriate for something like that. No, that, well, no, that like, seems worse. Well, you get like you get It'd the boot like molded to your foot, so like yeah. there's not a lot of room. So like I have super thin socks that I'll wear if I have them, but if I forget them, I'll just go sockless because my boots don't fit. My motocross boots don't fit. Mm. So like if I don't have my thin socks, then it's just like we're not wearing. What size socks are you? Like thirteen. Can we get this just guy kidding. a pair of boots? <laughs> just kidding. Uh, <laughs> My, my Fox boots are so good. Yeah, I love them. I cased two triples this week in rhythm sections harder than you could have ever cased. Did you see the clip? Did you... Was that have you got to that the, editing yet? The frame case that you have? Yeah. Have you watched <laughs> that, it back? That one was... I felt it. Did it look good in footage or did you not get there yet? I mean, you cased it. I mean, I've glanced through it. I haven't put it in a sequence yet, but I've seen it. That one hurt. Uh, but my ankles were fine. It actually hurt my knee because my shin wanted it to keep going forward. And oh. then uh, Thursday, you missed this one. I went. Oh, you cased another one? Oh, yeah. And everybody saw it. Oh. I went two, three on. This was like last lap of whatever moto I was doing. So I was exhausted. Three on, off. Didn't think I was going to clip it. So I was ready to commit to the three on again. But I clipped it just enough to where it like threw my body forward oh. and then I kind of whiskied off the next three and just went boner air like this. Oh God. And framed that three on. And that's a long oh. way onto that Yikes. three. No. And I was straight up and down. Nice. Mm. And just perfectly bounced it straight up and down again and then just continued about like my Stuart business. Like the Stewart case at the compound. My, the, the one I did with Ryan watching was the Stewart case at okay. the compound. That one just stuck me. Oh. Yeah, that one you almost dead stopped. Like at the, it was bad. That one I had more time to get prepared for because my bike went whoopah and backfired. Uh. And then oh, I was yeah. just like, ah, crap. And so I brake tapped. I think I brake tapped or I leveled out and I just plowed into it. Uh, and it just stuck me. But my ankle's totally fine. You could talk about the... But that was so, a great story. Um, yeah, the rocks and bike testing thing I think brings up an interesting conversation that I want to have on we tried to have it before but Cam kept saying shut up save it for the podcast but um, do you know what to do with your hands by the way because <laughs> you're not holding I, anything strikes uh, again dude dude what do you mean you can't I just feel, see you my hands you keep shuffling I hear it's it because, and I feel like dude, do you want a mic to hold do you want something the last time we did this podcast I was like gosh why is nobody's chair moving but me and once again I have a chair that freaking spins dude I'm the only one <laughs> that just spins. Gonna I tried to put James there because the he's camera. the shortest <laughs> unbelievable okay yeah let's I'm 5'7 quite short were we so this off season we've got to witness something really cool which is ken roxon riding all of the brands when was the last time that's ever happened and are we getting robbed from something cool in the sport like seeing more of that because it's like the official date for new signings in supercross is or for signing on a team is october 1st that's when you can like by the rules sign with a team and 1201 on october 1st so clearly the deal's done like it's like eli tomac to start racing yamaha you know like it's it's a done deal beforehand like we already have the um rumors that are like it's we can confirm it like chase sexton to ktm 2024 but it's like 
how cool is it this year that we're getting like a top rider trying all of the bikes and like don't don't you feel like as fans of the sport that we're kind of being robbed of that every year like how cool would that be if every year someone's like contract was up to like see them actually test all the bikes i'm trying to think in any realm of motorsports if that's a thing I, like i don't think i I've think everybody about that since you've started talking and i pretty can't brand loyal i can't yeah, or I can't do think s- of a single example. If no. they do switch and test, it's very under the radar. Yeah, it's very secret. Yeah, yeah. I th- I don't the- think the sport unfortunately will ever go to that. Not even with just that specifically. I think that <coughs> people just take themselves too seriously in the sport. They think that there's secrets and I feel like, like that's, things they have to hide from people. Like I've been thinking about this today, which um, is a bummer. But I think maybe what it is is it's like it's already such a short career span. And there's only so many spots. So if you do get a factory offer, you take the factory offer. It's like, you know, you yeah. can see, like, I'll test the waters. But it's like, if you test the waters and then that factory spot yeah. gets filled and you're like, uh-oh. So I get that. So it's like, it's, it's rare that this would happen. But it is surprising to me that this is the first time that I can remember it happening like that. The only thing I could think of is in, um, I can't think of the name of the race organization, uh, like in road racing where there's like billionaires that have more money than they know what to do with. So like for funsies, they'll just hop into like a full factory race team for right. like 500 grand for the year. And then they just pop in, they do that and then they pop out. And like, I've seen a couple of those guys, like one year they'll run Porsche and then a Corvette and then this and then that. But that's like the only thing that I can think of. And I think that the common denominator there would be like, finances yeah like because kenny's kind of he's probably missing out on a fat check by just doing all this bouncing he around is, fun stuff. but at it, the same time he said that he's at a point in his career that he can do this yeah sure i'm sure he's financially so, set so he can but that's my point like i don't think right. unless you're at that level that you could do that. yeah i just it, feel like it's something that like every other sport that people like all the stick and ball sports and all that like free agency talk is like a big deal and a lot of times oh, it's not just settled yeah. like that. And it's something that the fans can engage with in the off season that gives them something, you know, hmm. with, with our sport, it's wrapped up and done before. It's really exciting that we get to experience like watching this. Yeah. But for him, I, it's got to be stressful. No. Wait, hang on a second. What no. if we like dial down the spotlight a little bit and we're not talking about like pinnacle guys that win championships, but like, I think of somebody like Freddie Norin. He's hopped around on quite mm-hmm. a few different bikes over he's the years. He's been on Suzuki now. Or even A-Ray right? the last few years. A-Ray's been on a, couple, a lot yeah. of different bikes. Again, this year, he's switching to Blue Crew. Oh, is he really? Yeah. Him and that suits Clayton, him. Right? I don't know. I don't know what Cade's doing. Benny's on Yamaha? I have no idea what Cade's doing. Um, but, yeah, I've ridden every... 2010, Cowie. 2011, Yamaha. 12, KTM. 13, Cowie. 14, Honda. 15, Suzuki. 16 Cowie. Jeez, dude. Okay. Yeah, I've so, gone through Okay, so this is actually something I really want answered from like an industry perspective. So what does Roxon have to lose going on a platform that he can talk openly after all this is said and done? All, like, first off, what do you guys think he's going to end up on? Because personally, I think he's just going to end up back on Honda because he just like tore it up with that Honda that they put together for World Supercross yeah, in Paris. True. Like he like really lit a fire over there. I'm sure there's legal things, but could we ever see a PC 450 under the pro circuit tent is what I'm trying to get yeah, at. Yeah, they've done it 
a bunch before. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Cam. Yeah. Brock Tickle, I think. Tyler Rattray. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know who those people are. <laughs> but they all, you know who Tyler Rattray is? Yeah, we went to his house. That's true. Yes, we did. Yeah. They, we, yeah, they've done that before. What's right. crazy though, I don't know why Roxon wouldn't just do it on his own. It's not, like, how much money would it really be? At this point, with all the connections and resources he has, like, he um, could definitely do it. Progressive Suzuki, like, progressive it's, Suzuki team, though? Is that what it's called? Like, yeah, they've so stepped in as a title sponsor. Yeah, There's gotta be. throw a right. lot of money at Progressive. Yeah. Well, I think... I, Excuse me, sir. <laughs> there's definitely... No, there's, defini- <laughs> there's definitely rumors. No, no, you go. <laughs> no, there are definitely a bunch of rumors about... Uh, <laughs> Oh my god! Visual there, jokes. No, there are on an audio podcast. Yeah, no, there are a bunch of rumors already about like if he was going for the check, he'd go Suzuki because of progressive. Right. See, I think that's what's holding him back from doing it on his own is that your grand prize total check for winning a 450 main event from the industry or is like 12 grand or whatever, right. isn't it? That's like, that's a good point. There it is. That's that's what. Yeah, it, but it's 100 wanted... grand if you're on a team. Yeah, but okay. You're, He's not going to be, he might lose out on some money, but he's not going to be spending money. Can you, you know imagine what, I mean? He'll make what less. him being on a Suzuki will do for a Suzuki? And if he oh, does well, like for their next year's R&D or whatever. You know what would be cool, James? What? Is if the audience could hear what you were saying. Is it off? No, he was just. Oh, really he's so quiet. So was I really being Wait, quiet? So, so quiet. You gotta project. Say it with your chest, son. You know. I thought you've been reading with your chest. Grow rich. You gotta really exert yourself. So you probably know a little bit more about the industry. So what happened when the the last standing Suzuki team like pulled out? Was it JGR? Or what was it? What was the Suzuki? I'm. Was that it? Yeah. Would it, or was it RCH? What no. came last? No. JGR. JGR was after. JGR was like the Thank last development that just kind of was like, all right. And then it was like, whoa. Was JGR Suzuki when it stopped or was it Yamaha when it stopped? It was Suzuki when it stopped. It was Yamaha yeah. first. Yeah, you're right. So my question is, does, let's say you create the hypothetical scenario, Roxon does amazing and he wins a championship okay let's just say that let's act like that's a constant stamp it would that put suzuki back on the map because i feel like in the grand scheme of like world economics and the way that things work i feel like that might not even be a thing like it's like okay cool you get a participation trophy and suzuki continues to not exist like would that be how that played out that's a really good question yeah good question but it, it would work you think so yeah with a guy like Roxon, with a guy like Roxon, he is a cool factor. Him just riding a Suzuki would sell a lot of Suzukis. Then if he won on the Suzuki, but how much? I, I don't back up think the that's not truck. a thing anymore. I don't think that's a. Th- I'm a consumer. I'm like not an industry guy. I'm your average rider. I, I don't think bike wins sell like that used to be the formula that used to be the whole thing was win a race on saturday sell bikes on monday you're telling me i don't think that that's as big as like if you're dividing the ratio between like just having him on the bike and winning on the bike i don't think like that just having him on the bike does that leg work already whether or not he wins it doesn't matter anymore 
But what if he does bad, really bad? That's not then good. what happens. I mean, he's had well, that bad would be races bad. on a Honda. But I would say it was like the same thing that um, the Deegans, when they were going through the whole, like, are they going to stick with KTM because they've done so well with them and they probably sell a ton of bikes because all the little kids want to have his bike. Yeah. And then he went to the Yamaha and his whole deal was that it's like, dude, we might not have a single championship to our name, but I guarantee you we have sold thousands of orange yeah. bikes because he rides one and makes yeah. videos with them. So, yeah, but it's interesting dynamic. If he hops on the Suzuki, does really bad, and does his rocks and things. Well, he'll be the only one on, on a Suzuki, too. You know, like Honda, like if Roxon has a bad race, okay, Sexton's doing amazing. The Lawrence yeah. brothers are both doing amazing, right? So it's yeah, not, it's distributed. Whereas if Roxon does terrible on a Suzuki, who I else think is riding a Suzuki? It's the biggest power move by far that yeah, he could do. Go out there and win well. A1 on a yellow bike. I don't Holy think he'll do it. So, so industry, I don't think he's industry question cool enough, though, like turning back the clock a bit, but like, I want to know like what would be the fallback or the fallout from him going on a major platform after all this is done he's saying this is my bike and going one by one through all the brands that he's ridden and saying this is what i liked about this this is what i didn't like about it because like that would be so cool to hear and i feel like that's never gonna happen but i would love for that to happen so like industry take what what would be the fallout from that probably quite a bit i don't think he would ever do that it's people i would yeah you know what i mean but these people function so dependently on the industry yeah what i love about what we've created and what i kind of created even before this was a thing is i was the supercross guy that was so disconnected from the supercross industry right the, the people that are in the industry like they're never gonna do anything like that. Yeah. Which makes it uninteresting for fans because it, it makes it so that nothing's gonna change. Uh -huh. I was having a conversation with our audience earlier today about this exact topic actually. Like, do you listen to X resource and then buy based on them? Or does it mean nothing to you? And no. I, I actually, it's like, I watched a lot of the bike reviews. Yeah, I always watch and them. And then it's like, yeah, they still have their opinions, but I formulate my own and yeah, I end up buying my bike yeah. largely independent of what they're telling me. So it's like, if Kenny went out there and was like, oh my God, the Suzuki is the best bike ever yeah, made. I, like, I'd be like, cool, bro. That doesn't I would mean still much to me. just ride Blue Crew anyway. Yeah, because yeah. most of those guys testing the bikes really don't know kind of what they're doing. Not only that, but they're doing. testing different parts. They're not testing... I mean, in most cases, especially the 250 guys. And I think most people are smart enough to know that it's like yeah. the bike that all the top 250 riders are on is nothing that comes out of the yeah. factory and showroom all floor. All the stock bikes are pretty good. If you had unlimited money. Whoa. To buy a stock bike. What? Of any two-stroke, four-stroke. to hear how James hears this question. Hey, electric, <laughs> stop it. Money is not a factor. What bike do you go out and buy for yourself to ride? Are we keeping it stock or we're doing stuff to it? I didn't. Because you said unlimited money. I'm like, whoa, do we need like 50 grand in this thing or what? No, the stock. Stock. Just a stock and I have to keep it stock. Yeah. But don't like, look at me. Go ahead, James, James tell us. Why don't you go tell first? Tell us about the oh, I want to hear buy. this. I want to hear how passionate <laughs> you are about Yamaha. So let's... Go ahead. Answer the question. No, no, no. We're more fascinated how you're going to like manipulate yeah. it into a yeah. different question. Tell us about how you're going to be like, well, I traded it for a Sea-Doo, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
All right, no, but seriously. Money is no factor. It could be so any just, year. So you're picking whatever stock bike is your bike. Any year, make, model that you want. Okay. Yeah, but it has okay. to be stocked. That's it, the only it has to be released okay, right I would, now. I've never not owned a Cowie. Yeah. But it would be a hard toss-up between Yamaha and KTM. I love KTMs, but I love... Okay, honestly, the biggest reason I'm you have go, to go to the dealership right now and buy a bike. I'm buying a Yamaha. Yamaha 250F. And yeah, the only reason I would, okay. the only reason I'm going, well, basically the biggest reason I'm going to leave my Cowie and go to a Yamaha next is because the Cowie's airbox is so bad. For me, maintenance, believe it or not, is a big factor. And is it hard Cowie, to change an air filter in a Cowie? It's a, it's impossible. Really? The airbox is so small, and it's the old-fashioned screw. You have screw. to take the seat off. Oh, you have to take, well, you don't have to take yeah. the seat off. Dude, listen. You think it's easy? He has a 21KX. It's not the easiest. I have a 21KX, too. Dude, there's a side number plate you have to take off. Yeah. It's an 8 and a 10. Two? Is, two? Oh, two no. different <laughs> Two screws. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. going to get them, dude. Where no, but think, of, think <laughs> about it. No, I'm not even Come kidding, on. though. You do it every single time you ride. No, no. It's just unnecessary when everything else just clips in. I learned and how to change stuff. the air filter on my Honda last week. Yeah, Ryan was super excited. <laughs> it's he easy. Me, he's like, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy. Yeah. But I do like KTM. No, KTMs. it's not. The Honda's dumb setup. No, the all Honda's a pretty dumb things, setup, too. All of those little, like, it, foam it tabs. It takes a little to, while to no, clip the foam tabs on. Yeah, the Yamaha's but the best you can't one. miss the air box. Yeah, on the Cowie, you could put it on sideways. Oh, yeah. you can't. It's impossible to put it in wrong. Right. But also... That's big for me. The... Yes, Yamaha's the best. No. One. You guys are blowing it with the mics. So the the uh, definitely the best one is the the Yamaha. So easy. Yeah. KTM did it first. The whole clip so system. Are you buying a Yamaha? Thing? Yeah, I'll do Yamaha. Okay, but it's let's, the let's, wrong year. You got to wait till twenty four when the two fifty gets an update. Which I would do. Okay. Okay. That's my plan. I would right yeah, now. You're going to a dealership right now. But no, I'd take right now. Why is that two fifty? He bleeds blue. Okay. Blue crew. Um, tonight you have to go to a dealership right this second and buy a motorcycle. What is okay. it? Okay. I, ha I could give a reason as to why I would or would not buy any of the bikes that are out there now. I like this, the fundamental factor. Oh, that's a lie. Two reasons. I like the rider triangle and position of the Honda. It <clears throat> feels the best. And the way that it can turn through the mid corner and give you this like extra bit of sharpness, I don't feel that in any of the other bikes. The big thing, I don't know if I'm the only person, maybe I am, all the Yamahas that I've ridden, the rear end, I can't feel it as well. And it just has too much like dance going on. I, yeah. I just don't like that. I he like a bike yeah. that the rear end tracks nicely on corner entry and it's predictable on corner exit. Bro, I me, love it. You don't pick the ballroom, you just dance. That's the Honda. <laughs> yeah, baby. Um, the Cowie is a close second. Like it's actually pretty similar, but it feels just a little bit more harsh than the Honda. So Longest I just answer ever. I don't. <laughs> Honda 250F. So Honda 250F. 250F. And then sorry. people are going to say, oh, it's slow. It's like you can do stuff to the motor you can fix anything you want james honda 450. wow, wow. yeah wow. we're going to tame it down but honda 450. okay uh, cool. well hang like on that. a second do you see what he just did yeah he, oh you said yeah, there was one stipulation yeah what stock uh, I said we're gonna tame it down eventually. What do you, what do you mean? Of the Does it have map one? <laughs> the only do, okay. So listen, guys. If you okay. buy a brand new bike right now, yeah. you're not gonna do anything to it ever. Well, Does we that make sense? Not most people. I mean, you said buy a stock, stock. bike. Yeah. I'm gonna buy a stock Honda 450. Well, you could buy a works edition with the hopes that nope, eventually this rule will change. Will you be allowed to? 
do something to it? Okay, so if you keep something in your garage, do you have the right to change it or no? You no. just have to leave it. Whoa, that was no. part of the game. According that's to pretty stupid the question, to me, dude. No, we stock bike. <laughs> he's actually, Let me know if you guys think that's stupid. Actually, you keep leaning into AJ's shot to like get your point. Like, <laughs> <laughs> to be like, guys. <laughs> Okay, Honda 450. <laughs> why Honda? I'm surprised by that answer. You own all KTMs. Well, I could say exactly what Ryan said, and I'm not going to do that. I'm going to save you the time. <laughs> so and it's a good bike. I have one last okay. good conversation question, but you go. Oh, uh, yeah. Honda 250. Yeah. Because it's it's the best bike for getting in the right position. Mm. Yeah. Cam? I want to change my answer. Okay. Oh, God. Just oh. put this out there. Okay. If, if, no, actually thinking about it a little more, if money wasn't an issue, I would get a Husky 350. Great bike. Yeah. Excellent bike. Get a Husky. They're just too expensive, so I never even consider oh. what the, so, the fundamental difference between those is that they, they drop the foot pegs 10 mil and the rear swing arm is different? Versus The, the linkage is different? KTM? Compared to the KTM. Oh, KTM. I don't know. No, I would get the Husky. Composite it's subframe as well. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Good answer. More flex yeah. in the subframe, composite. Okay. Not. And I'm not sponsored by Honda, by the way. Yet. Me either. Not yet. Okay. None Ryan, of us have any manufacturer. <laughs> no. No checks All coming in from Honda. Not yet. <laughs> Team Moto Academy will eventually be sponsored by Honda and we will all have hey. Hondas. Yeah, you have Is that to okay? ride a Honda Jackson. Jackson, you can oh, ride okay. the 230F woods yeah. bike. Yeah, yeah. Dude, okay. great bike. That's yeah. a fun bike. Yeah. I had That's to get you one, dude. I'm sorry. You could ride Tate's quad. Yes, dude. Yeah. It's full of gas, so it's we're good to go. Do you want to tell <laughs> yeah. that little story? Oh my God. Yeah, tell the story. I show up to the dog pound today. Did, did you guys hear this Oh, yet? this was today, no. I show up to the dog pound today, like on time, ready to go. Bike is completely ready. So I think, just have to check fuel, right? So yeah. check fuel, bike doesn't have any in it. All right, James, grab my gas can. Nowhere to be found. Right. Gas can's gone. I'm looking everywhere. Eventually, I ask Renee, and he just, who do I ask? Renee. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's in, it's in the UTV. So I walk over to the side-by-side, -side and it's in there just with a bunch of condensation on it, laid on its side, completely empty. Turns out, <laughs> oh, turns out it had a lot of gas in it. It was a six-gallon yeah, jug, filled too. It yeah, just filled we it up. Out. Turns out Tate <laughs> completely ran out of gas in what multiple vehicles apparently yeah. <laughs> dude he filled everything at the compound up scan. it filled up everything the cars dude <laughs> <And> but, but, <laughs> dude that's so cool. how funny is that can you picture that happening yeah. but and knew that dude it, i just picture him like humming just the whole time and knew that i had pump like he knew that i had pump so yeah. he was smart enough to know that i had pump and then just fills up all of his vehicles around the compound yeah. with my fuel and then just leaves it empty in the side by side for me hey, to find tate's working hard okay you can't hear No, he's that. earned that. He earned yeah. that. No, he did. All and the when I time work that he did When for I you? brought it up to Come him, on. he just totally brushed it off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, for those of you that don't me. know who Tate is, he's phenomenal. He's we love Tate. Lawrence he's Lawrence the best Lawrence mechanic brother by far. Down. Yeah, he, he did. Yeah, me yeah, and him. Tate is, <clears throat> I've hired him twice now. Oh, yeah. I hired him again today officially to be the crew chief. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we made up after that, but I was like, what the? Who's the guy? So then I had to send James to go get fuel, took At, forever. Oh, jeez. The Jimmy, the resident, like, vet guy Jimmy. who owns everything, and yeah. he just has... I haven't seen, yeah. see, I haven't he seen Jimmy. He says he has, like, a dozen bikes and half of them he's never even used. He's just, like, you know, loaded. But, he, and he has this huge, he has that huge motor coach that he always parks under the, the paddock over there. But 
I loved one thing that he said about Tate, and I think it really encapsulates him well. He's like, Ryan, I'll be honest. That kid could have fun with $3 all day long, and I'd have to spend at least a million to be as happy as him. I like the rider discussions, like uh, like d discuss a rider that you like. So if you guys want to do that quick, I think that's a cool thing. Sure. Okay. Um, so the question for today's topic mm, is, great. who is your pick for your personal favorite underrated rider? So someone who mm. didn't have all the titles and the championships, but someone who you watch and you were like, there's just like, you know, it doesn't get brought up. You know, they do every year. They do the like, who's on your Rushmore, you know? And so it's like, who's the guys that's always left off the Rushmore, but that you love? I'll go for, you guys didn't know I was going to ask this, so I'll go first. Okay. My favorite in that category is Davey Millsaps. Interesting. That was I the first person that popped into my head. I mm. absolutely love Davey Millsaps. Um, I love all the old videos of like when Pastrana would go to his house and Millsap's mom would come out and scream, be like, Pastrana, you're distracting him. Because <laughs> like Pastrana would just goof off and like she wanted Millsap's actually training and he's like doing nose wheelies with Pastrana. Like all those old things. But like like he on JGR when, when Yamaha was sponsoring JGR and it was Stewart and Millsap's. Millsaps got second that year that Stewart was having problems. I was living at Davey's house that year. Okay, so this is cool. <laughs> just just Dave, just me and Davey, yeah. just riding a super okay, cross yeah. track. And he was killing it. He was on the podium every yeah. weekend. Yeah, like I was riding so a, solid. And just, he's never really talked about in that ether of like, yeah. who's like the all-time greats. And I feel like that's what this sport needs is like, I'm so tired of just every conversation when an up-and-coming rider is is like progressing is like is he going to be the great is he going to be one of the greats and it's like there's so many people that are like should be in that conversation that just because they don't have titles or anything to their name like they aren't so anyway my pick is Millsaps. i always loved watching him ride did you see him comment on my instagram like a couple weeks ago i put up a video of me skimming whoops no, i think and I he said that. he commented and complimented me and i said something like thanks coming from like one of the best whoop riders ever oh, yeah nice. and he, he comments back and he goes the best <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, that's sick. Okay, so that's my pick, Ryan. Uh, put me on the spot. Okay, Cam. Dude, <laughs> I have an answer, and I'm gonna get roasted for it because it's not. Uh, you say oh, I can't wait. wait. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, I have good reasoning. Okay, I have good. I'm reasoning. excited to hear. And I, the thing is, I think he's gonna do well. Okay. Okay. McAdoo. 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 Oh, interesting. Yeah. After Atlanta and all that stuff. He also, I he's my I think he has the best style riding. Yeah, he's fun to watch. He's he just okay. like he stays like so low to the bike, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you're done. Okay, so yes, we got like three minutes left. You got it. Okay, what listen, I can we do? started five minutes late. We have plenty of time. Three okay. minutes left of what? Not they're I don't know what they're doing. Oh, oh so, trying okay. to run a program here. Uh, I like that answer. Yeah. That's a good answer. Do you want to elaborate more? He doesn't. I think he'll. Okay. <laughs> uh, I know it's probably not unique to this rider, okay. but it seems like he went through a little bit of just hardship through the last couple of years, maybe. But Freddie Noren is a pretty cool dude, it seems. I've never, I've never met him, but I followed his YouTube stories that he had for a little while, and it always looked like they were plagued with some like mid-season injury or something. Because of him trying to ride Supercross. Really? Him riding Supercross when he was learning it was death defying he was getting hurt constantly oh, he was always wicked good in, in outdoors he, like he'd be he would just show up as a privateer in the early years 12 13 and get top tens mm. 
But in Supercross, he couldn't even barely make the night show at first. He was going LCQ he every night. He was horrible at first, and he would always get hurt. Now, he's a pretty consistent main event guy in Supercross and really, really, really fast outdoors. Yeah, how how old one. is he? He's a little bit older. He's probably a year or two older than me, I would guess. Okay, okay. 30, 31? So, yeah. All right. Cool. Interesting. Interesting pick. James? I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> I haven't had time to think about it. Is there a reason why you can't wait? Yeah. I gotta, I gotta All right. Because okay, so the question was before James <laughs> spins Dude. this question like a dreidel. Happy Hanukkah. The question was, who's your most like your favorite underrated rider? He's All gonna right? have a good answer. Yeah. yeah. He's James gonna Stewart. say yeah. He's gonna say Ricky Carmichael. <laughs> <laughs> Blake Baggett. Nice. Oh, good one. Nice. Yeah. That was a first name. You want to know, dude, one. I've seen him take it to so many top guys, but he's just never, I don't know, like he's yeah. never been the guy, but mm. he has the speed, 100%. Hmm. Like he's had some amazing rides. I remember a ride at, I think it was Thunder Valley. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, Where yeah. he was using this line oh, going yeah, the, all the way the around ridge. the outside at the top of the yeah, hip. Yeah. Oh, and he, I think he blew by Tomac in that section. And took Baggett, the lead, and I'm pretty answer. sure he won that moto. But nice. we'll have to fact check that. Is Baggett the KTM rider that just pieced? Like, yeah. Got yeah. screwed Gone. around with and is just like, forget it. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. And he owns a huge piece of property in Florida that apparently has really good permitting yeah. for riding. Like, he could hold a national there, basically, if he wanted to. What? And nobody's riding there. He's not riding, and he won't sell it to anybody. Jeez. Wow. That's a that's I think a he's, power play. I think that's he's, a power I think he's right holding there. on to it in hopes that like uh, homes are going to start being built out that way, and then mm. he could sell it for right. an ungodly amount of money. That's that's what my guess would be. Uh, okay, yeah. I have I haven't really thought here. I, I'm always one to go after like bike skill guys. Yeah. So one guy that I, I always tried to it's ride like as of recent, since I turned pro, one guy that I always looked at and thought had the coolest style of all time. Do you know what I'm going to say? Yeah. I don't think you do. His bike's in the shop at the 83 compound. Bogle? Yeah. No. A bo- no. Ah. no. thought that was it. So Bogle's, good guess. Bogle's a very, 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 very good rider. Yeah. Uh, he was like my, Bogle was my arch, Bogle was basically dude. my arch He's nemesis so in looking. amateurs. Really? He nice always teeth. had an orange helmet and him and I were always like fifth place guys for the mm. longest time until we got on big bikes. Uh, Josh Hansen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Oh, yeah, okay. that's cool. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I just think he's, like, one of the best dirt bike riders yeah. that there the is. Stuff, mm. It was really cool at Straight Rhythm to see, like, like, veteran professionals lining up to watch him take his runs in practice to be like, what's he going to do? Just And this is not, style. you know, this is not your, you know, vet class rider. Like, these are guys, like... Plessinger and like guys lining up like to be like what's Hanson doing like it was really cool It was cool to see that respect mm. that he still commands from the top guys of the sport jump the quads first before those guys Exactly yeah, and like a couple of years ago. He just showed up to random supercross press days. Yeah For no reason don't yeah, know how he that. was allowed to do it <laughs> and would Kill it like just looks so yeah. good to where you'd be like, oh my god, that guy could just get top five in a 450 race right now yeah. if he wanted to. Jeez. 2010, Ana Suzuki crushed it, 450 class Supercross. 2010? Yes. I just remember in PC days, like he would do, I think he would do something with a foot off. There was something he would do in the air, and I can't quite remember what it was. 
I think it, his foot would come off just a little something, and I just remember like having that's to learn. That's a good answer. That's cool. Yeah, oh, good okay. question. Do you have any other? I like questions like that. Do you have any others for us, Jackson? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, you're fired. Yeah. Okay. He has a list of questions for a podcast that we're going to record in the next couple of days, which will be the Supercross okay. super preview, cross preview. Sure. Yeah. show. Okay. Yeah, I just have to think of them and write them down. I, and then we're I, have a, I have a question, random one I just thought of. Okay, I like it. Um, what's your favorite freestyle trick? <laughs> Because I have one in my head. Okay. Are you just... Can we... James? F favorite freestyle trick. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> Not one that you can do. Cliffhanger. I think Cliffhanger? that is so sick. OG. Yeah. yeah. Clifford Adoptante style. Yeah, the flying Hawaiian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Good one. I'm so bad. I don't know what do they're called. Do you know called. any of the trick names? Like, so Describe is it. the cliffhanger when you're yeah. below the bike? No, that's when you hang your feet on the handlebars and go up a Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Mine, I think it's called a scorpion. Like okay. when the bike drops down and then they go the up. Yeah. So it's like down. everything is like, yeah. Like or is a, that a wait, tsunami? Wait, wait, that's a tsunami. Is that a tsunami? Yeah. Yeah. Like when that they is, really stretch it out though. and yeah. they kick their feet like way yeah. up there. I'm like, holy moly. Tsunami. Cam? Uh, I'm stuck between two, dude. I'm stuck. I think it's called a Cordova. Do you know what Where that you is? catch your knees or yeah, you catch your feet on the, on the bars. Lean back. That I could do that. That's really cool. Oh, yeah. air hump. How, yeah. How, or I have lots and lots. It's when you jump and pitch a tent. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. And I love it. What's your other one, Cam? I'm learning now. Uh, <laughs> the other one is uh, Lazy Boy because I love Travis. Oh, Lazy nice. Boy? Nice. That was mine. Nice. Oh, yeah. Really good one. Lazy Boys are cool. Yeah. I'm Jackson? Go. Wait, you could do one, couldn't you? I could do it with one hand. I've never done one with two. Oh. Yeah, I should we should try it sometime. I think you could try it. Lazy Boy is what AJ has done every other Supercross preseason <laughs> up until now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. No, I, I just have fond memories. Like when I think Travis Pastrana, as when I was a kid, like when I think of those memories, I think of Lazy Boys. Like True. I just remember seeing those. You know? Same. Mine's just good old fashioned knack knack. Yep. Mm, I love like a classic. really cranked, whipped out knack knack yeah. is like the coolest thing. Like it's a big taunt move. Like you look back. Yeah, I, I really want to learn how to do one so bad. That's like that. That would be yeah. if I learned how to do a knack knack. I would never progress in anything else in the sport ever. I would just do knack knacks all day. It's fair. This might I, be a bad question. Go I was ahead. Say heel clickers always get me going. Like yeah. when they do that, just yeah. at a supercross round. If they do it like at a heat race or something, I'm like, mm, what was your introduction guy. to that? Like who? What? Like who do you think of when you think heel clicker? Just anyone. I like it okay. when anybody uh, does it. I just get for me. I so my like we didn't have supercross on TV when I was growing up. I had a tape, a VHS tape that like my cousin taped from '94. It was like the whole '94 season. And Kevin Windham was on a Wise at 125, nice. and he like walked away, won all of those rounds, and heel clickered over the finish line. And that so was his move. Yeah, every time I think of, of oh, I didn't heel know clicker, that. I think Kevin Windham. I, I think of heel clicker. That's cool. I can't help but to think of Marvin Muskin, but that's what I was yeah. gonna say. Yeah, yeah. obviously he's not the OG heel clicker. I'm pretty sure it's 94 Supercross Wise at 125. Kevin Windham heel clickers. It's pretty yeah. sweet. Heel nice. clicker was the first trick I ever learned, other than the obvious of like one hand, no hand. Right, yeah, heel yeah. clicker. Yeah, I remember. I learned on a sixty-five when I was eight years old. Yeah, and I one of the first times I ever tried it, my one of my foot feet got stuck up. Oh yeah, and I, and I crashed. Yeah, I, oh. I couldn't get it back off. I got stuck. 
Woof. I got my feet up to the handlebars. And so you've never clicked? It looked like a horseshoe, kind of. What were you going to say? You said this might be a bad idea, because that's probably a good conversation. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> bad question. Oh. Uh, oh. If you had to pick one racer to win a best whip contest, one, one racer ever to win a best whip contest, who would you, who would you pick? Um, a racer. I, Okay. Well, oh, didn't I mean <laughs> Renner raced? <laughs> yeah, but I okay. Go ahead. Continue Renner raced, thought. and like he was the first one to throw like the upside down whips. I remember. I still remember. I think it was Racer X. There was a, or it might have been Transworld, but there was a Racer X with Robbie Renner. I think it was at one of those X Fighters events. Ronnie Renner. Ronnie Renner. Right. Sorry. Like completely upside down, and the caption said like this is not a backflip, and that so. But, like, he raced, so I'm going to say yeah. that. You want to go or you want me to go? I really don't have a good answer, honestly. Okay. I don't really pay attention to, like, racers that do good whips. I, I would say Bogle. Bogle? Yeah. Oh, Dude. his little move the, is sweet. All right, listen. When I don't know what it's called. The but, like, foot? a turn-up whip? Well, no, he does whips with, like, his bottom foot off, and it just looks oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he's inverted. Like, how sick is that? Racer won championships in the 250 division. Like, that's... So I guess the answer would be better. I should probably. Oh, what is Who? it? No. Oh, I thought that was your person. That's a good oh, one. Yeah, that is a good one. Yeah. Some really good whips. Dude, that might have been better than my answer. Yeah, Roxon has yeah. some of the best whips ever. I feel like my answer sucks because like that wasn't on a supercross track. So that you answered the question like me. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. How I does it feel, dude? Not yeah. good. I've been hanging out with you too much. I would pick James Stewart. Yeah. Mm. Oh, okay. And the clip that comes to mind is oh, the blurriest, like, flip phone footage from the back right of him hitting this massive, massive, massive jump that I don't know. It didn't look like it was on a track. Oh, yeah. And just going, I got to find it, and you got, you're going to have to play it. This will be a good, like, YouTube clip to, like, cut in these. We'll find them. It we'll is. Find examples for them. Um, my, absurd, okay. and it was, the, at the time, it was unheard of. Cowie days? Cowie days, Cowie okay. 450. Oh, right here, just found it. And it was yes. like audio, dude. Get premium. Get premium. Get premium. Oh what are we goodness. doing? Can't afford what it. are we doing? Jesus, oh dude. He's, been, he's been well, And at the time, nobody had ever whipped like that before. So That's I just true. remember he would watching go. this. Jeez. Oh. Audio podcast. And These are great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a great things for an audio podcast. Shut up, Cam. Okay. Well, all right. Um, all right. I think we're good. This was fun. Yeah, you guys good. keep referencing that thing. What is that telling us? It's the how long there's been a running time of how long it's been going. Retention rate, right, man. An hour and ten minutes. Great. So good, good job. Good job. We're team. now at the the point of like a guy's hangout. We're like, watch this YouTube video. Check this out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I feel like it's time to wrap it up. Yeah. Let's drive it home. Uh, music. Yeah. Nitro music. Yeah, the Nitro outro, and then we I'm all start sorry. popping. Nitro outro. I'm sorry. Yeah, guys, this has been. Uh, this is the late. The f- this was the first live episode edition. of Moto Academy with guests uh, in our best location. Moto yet. Academy late night. Thank you, guests. Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Wait, 
Wait, and, we gotta time it right. And, <laughs> and yeah, thank you guys for uh, joining us. Moto Academy, Moto Academy, <laughs> Team Moto Academy. I mean, we have the karaoke mic. Do we want to spit some bars? Yeah. No. <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. Our, our audience. Uh, I'm enthused.